morning. Are you out there, you? Why can't I see that? Yes, we've never had a real life diva. Don't give up. Warning. Since who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should rephrase the Warning. <clears throat> oh my god. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pistetto. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel, aka another episode of So Dramatic. It's me, your host, Megan Pistetto, the one and only Satan on Earth, aka the sadistic, cold-hearted bitch, the narcissistic, lazy, and unprofessional journalist, proudly reporting for duty as always. I have some exciting news for your ears today. I'm back in the studio and I am never leaving. I said last episode that I fixed the audio but turns out I didn't and turns out recording from a broom cupboard Harry Potter style is not a vibe FYI so we're back to our A plus quality today and we are staying here for good praise be thank you so much for being so patient with me and bearing with me whilst I was on the road some more exciting news there is officially no more reality tv for the year Woohoo! I'm so excited no more tv nada we are done finito we made it we survived we all deserve a medal a stiff drink at least tbh i've had two before this recording so that's probably why i sound so happy today but i deserve it i'm celebrating and you all should be as well so sas and the block finished up this week and thank god because we all need a well-deserved break from the drama and i never thought that i would say that but we do We really do. I didn't watch either of the finales, which I know is slack because that is my job. But to be honest, I kind of gave up after The Bachelorette. I clocked off early like those damn producers. No, actually in my defense, I was busy working on the summer series in Byron. So I missed a week of SAS and I haven't had a chance to catch up yet, but I plan to, bear with me. I did see the results though. So I do know what happened and wow, what an ending. What a great way to finish the reality TV year off with a bang. The Honey Badger, Merrick Watts, Sabrina Frederick, and James Magnuson all made it to the end of the course. However, despite completing the course, James did not make the final cut for SAS selection. WTF, like imagine that. Imagine making it to the end of such a tumultuous journey, ticking all the boxes, only to be told that you're still not good enough. Sounds exactly like my dating history, TBH. Seriously though, those DS are absolutely savage. Even more savage than me, and I didn't think that was even possible. I'm a savage, yeah. Can I just take a minute to quickly gloat here? I'll be really quick. Another one of my fake news stories came true this week. A source told me at the beginning of the series that the honey badger did make it to the end and I shared the spoiler on Instagram and it came to fruition as always. So I hope that generates some trust among the listeners and a little bit of clout for myself. Just saying. So yes, we are all free until January 4 when I'm a Celeb returns and then Married at First Sight will be returning I think on the 29th of January, mark your diaries. But actually I'm trying not to think about Married at First Sight for now because I still have PTSD from last year. So yes, we will deal with that when it comes. Now, don't despair. I have two episodes dropping a week during summer to keep you gossip loving bitches entertained 
happy, joyful, you name it. I am a slave for you guys after all. Happy to be of service. Aside from that, not much to report on this week. I mean, I haven't left my house in about two weeks because I had skin needling done. So I've been hibernating inside. I did post some photos on my personal Instagram page, getting the procedure done. And I was bombarded with so many questions asking what the hell I was doing, putting myself through this inhumane torture. Does it hurt? What is this? What does it do? Does it work? Etc. Etc. I did post a brief summary on Instagram, but I haven't had a chance to respond to everyone because my Instagram literally blew up this week. There was a fake impersonation account made about me and all of you good Samaritans were alerting me to that and sending me the page. So thank you so much for that. And I will get back to you all very soon. But I was listening to the Beauty IQ Uncensored podcast, my absolute new favorite podcast, aside from this one, of course. And they have a whole episode on skin needling, episode 14, I think it is from memory. So in the meantime, check that out because they actually answer all of your questions about skin needling and explain it way better than I ever could. That is available wherever you get this podcast from. Also, I had so many DMs this week about the beauty hack that I shared from that podcast with you guys last week. It was about applying your fake tan with a kabuki brush. And I even had a few of you sending me photos showing me the amazing results. And look, all I can say is I told you so. Guys, honestly, I have the juiciest show for you today. It is so jam-packed, more jam-packed than a Jetstar flight pre-COVID. It is so juicy. It is so moist. I actually have fanny flutters just thinking about it. But before we get into today's episode, some quick chores. You know the drill. Bring a bucket and a mop. If you could please just take a second to leave a rating and a review, it keeps the show going, it keeps me going, it keeps the world going. Gushing five-star reviews are welcomed. In fact, they're not only welcomed, they are encouraged. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram at SoDramaticPodcast underscore. Join my quest to get my account unshadowbanned. Like all my posts, leave comments, save them. I left a little post on my story the other day showing how to get unshadowbanned. Basically, I just need you guys to like all my shit and engage with me. Thank you in advance. And that is not just me trying to get more likes on Instagram, although that would be nice. But please, until I'm unshadow banned, help a sister out. Also follow at So Dramatic Media and my personal page at Megan Pistetto. Make sure you join the Facebook community, So Dramatic Podcast. Actually, truly, make sure you join it because I have a lot of exciting projects that I'm currently working on and I will be announcing it all in there first for my VIPs. So yeah, make sure you remember I'm letting you guys come along for the journey or should I say wild ride coming up today. Now guys, do I have some tea for you today? I am so pumped. I think this is the most excited I've been for an episode, honestly. I don't know if it's the alcohol or the tea that's coming your way. Maybe a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. All I can say is prepare for the drama. Drama, drama, drama. Drama with a capital D. Big D energy up in here. Speaking of D, Nicole Wood's baby daddy dramas have taken another unexpected turn. I have all the details from Nicole herself on the unfolding saga. I've gone straight to the source to get you guys the scoop. I have also invited Fraser's secret girlfriend, Cheyenne, back on the show to update us all on the saga. Yes, she has even more tea for us. She is truly the gift that keeps on giving. I love that girl and I know that you all do too and that is why I have invited her back 
for round two. Plus, I have a whole smorgasbord of tea from Narenga. He dished on just about everyone in the Bachelor franchise and beyond. And I'm spoiling you all with a double investigation this week because Chelsea McLeod and Tully Smythe have both debuted their new boyfriends on Instagram this week. Well, sort of. They left a few clues and I have all the details. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. Two weeks ago, pregnant Bachelor star Nicole Wood revealed she had split from her boyfriend, Jake Yard, just days before she was due to give birth. She broke the shock news on Instagram and accused him of cheating on her and using drugs. She wrote, How good's finding out your boyfriend's fucked someone else a couple of days ago when you're super pregnant after helping him for a year trying to get off drugs? Love that for me. She also described the situation as pretty shit and another fucking level of fucked up. And she said by posting it on Instagram and sharing her story, she wanted to raise awareness for other women in similar situations. About a week later, Nicole gave birth and fans were shocked to see that Jake was by her side to welcome their daughter, Bodie Lee, into the world. I have been in contact with Nicole during this time and a lot of you were inboxing me, asking me what the hell is going on. So I did ask Nicole to give So Dramatic listeners an update today. And this is what she said. He's pulled his shit together and is stepping up as a father and making all the right choices now. In regards to the cheating scandals, it was he said, she said. I have no real proof, so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and a second chance. We are moving forward now for the sake of our family and things are going amazing. He was there for me through the birth and has been by my side ever since. Look, I do hope for Nicole and the baby's sake that he is getting his shit together and this is true and they can make it work. Like, oh God, what a what a mess. What a hot mess. This whole situation gave me anxiety, honestly. Nicole is one very strong woman to deal with that just before giving birth. Like, honestly, I would have not only gone into premature labor, I would have had a cardiac arrest on top of that. Anyway, happy for Nicole. If she's happy, watch this space, I guess. Oh my God, oh my God. Now I'm so excited for this. Last episode, I had Fraser's secret girlfriend, Cheyenne, on the podcast to spill the tea about everything. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to that episode now. It was honestly explosive. It topped the charts. It was insane. I can't even, I'm not even going to summarize because there was just so many bombs dropped. You have to actually go back and listen to understand the level of explosive claims that she made. It was honestly the definition of Dr. Dre explosive. In fact, I was so overwhelmed by the response to that episode. Not surprised, just overwhelmed. I received so many messages saying how much you loved hearing the tea she spilled. So I thought I would check in with her this week. And luckily for us, she did have an update. So just when we thought there couldn't possibly be any more tea to spill, just wait, there's more. And I thought that I would just get her on the phone to update us all herself instead of reading out the information because I cannot possibly tell a better story than that girl does. We all know now that Cheyenne says it best. Here's Cheyenne. So I've got Cheyenne on the phone again. Hello. So you told me this week we were messaging um, and you said that you've got a bit of an update on the story. So you spilled the tea about Fraser last week and Tim. Now you've got an update for us. Can you share? Yeah, you asked, I think you asked me if I got any hate and I said I've only had two trolls and one was a Batchy fan page and the other one was Tim Hanley. The Batchy fan page was the troll that's been trolling me. So I think she only um, contacted you as... 
Well, I think she only contacted you because you're associated with me. So sorry about that. Anyone that sorry comes about- into contact with me, I guess, has to deal with her too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so bit of a backstory is I might have mentioned this briefly, but Tim and I are from are both from like the same – oh, sorry, that was Siri. We're from the same area. Um, he's from Port Douglas. I'm from Cairns. And my one of my like old best friends, her partner, is best friends with Tim. So we have very close mutuals. And a few weeks ago I was out and I saw a Tim Hanley, like a spitting image of Tim Hanley. And all of us girls know Tim, like not some know him directly and whatnot. Anyway, so we sent him a video of us with this Tim Hanley lookalike. And Tim has screen recorded the video. Anyway, um, that was that. And then after he's heard that the podcast came out with you last week, he sent me a message and he's just sent me the screen record, reco- sorry, the screen recording of that video and then said, funny, the week after I don't message you back, you come out trying to make stuff up. You must, sorry, this is so hard to read because it's so illiterate. You must be a, <laughs> <laughs> you must be a massive Batchy fan. FYI, he spelt Batchy wrong. And then this is, bunch of laughing and clapping emojis and then goes you're starving and I responded and said not a batchy fan just don't be a shit bloke and then he goes why are you sending me snaps screaming like a fangirl then not messaging me and saying you're a shit bloke and I responded saying watch them again we were not screaming like fangirls get over yourself we saw someone who looked like you also don't know you from the batchy know you from mutual friends and could not care less about your batchy fame. And lastly, the podcast was recorded well before those messages were sent. And then he sends the screen recording again. So this is the third time he sent it. I don't know why. And he goes, what in your mind makes you go out of your way and talk shit about me then? I'm not fussed by this. Just leave me out of it while you're trying to scratch it your five minutes. And I just didn't respond. But found it so funny that he didn't deny those claims at all. Interesting. So he didn't say that he, like, why are you making up lies? He just said, why did you out me? Yeah, pretty well. Oh, my God. He actually said to me one time when he was trying to insult me, he said, you're starving to me as well. So it must be his favourite catchphrase. Um, did also, he spell you're right or was it just no, why just, are you? Yeah, just why are you? <laughs> why are you are? But the funny thing is he didn't do anything wrong to you, so why wouldn't you still message him? I mean, you don't care, like, if he coached Fraser before the show. It's got nothing exactly. to do with you. Like, we have no bad blood. We've got that many mutual friends. We're probably going to cross paths one day. And all I did was just say that the truth. Like, he coached <laughs> Fraser and he got his best mate to stuff it up for him. Well, you're going to be on Tim Hanley's hit list with me. It's an exclusive club. Welcome. He's probably going to call the next, um, in his batchy coaching he does, he's probably going to tell everyone, you need to block Megan, Megan, and you need to block Cheyenne. <laughs> and don't send any dick pics. Oh, yeah, what the heck? <laughs> God. Have you copped any other backlash? Um, like has Fraser gotten in touch or anyone else? Fraser hasn't. So other than, no, actually all the messages have been so kind. Um, oh, you're still just, speaking to him? No, 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 no. Oh, Fraser. my God. No. I was like, what? Like, I've been getting Plot so many messages from your listeners. Aren't they no, sweet? Not. <laughs> the funniest thing um, is I've been receiving so many messages about you. That's why I wanted to get you back on for an update because people were so invested in your story. They were saying she could not yeah. be lying because she had so many details in that story that there is no way that girl is lying. 
I'm not. I don't have enough energy to lie. And also, I'm the shittest liar ever, so I wouldn't bother. In the Facebook group as well, all the new members, there's a question and it says, who has been your favourite guest on So Dramatic so far? And everyone literally has been saying you. So they're liking you over even the reality stars that they already know. So you killed it, babe. Oh, my gosh. Mum, I've made it. (laughs) You've made it. So so no one else has reached out? No, haven't spoken to Fraser. Um, You know what's funny? Jackson Brown, like who Tim's Mm. made, messaged me as well. All he said was, thanks for the shout out. Oh, my God. I know, that's all he said. Jackson, who messaged me, his best mate, isn't even mad. Like, he said thanks for the shout-out and sent me a screenshot. I I think it was, like, the Punky article. And then I didn't respond to that because I was kind of like, oh, well, I've got nothing to say. You, like, you did it, so whatever. I'm not so going to ask you. So he didn't um, deny it either? No, he didn't deny it either, no. And then he just messaged me today, like, complimenting one of my photos. Oh, so Tim's like, best friend is literally messaging you still? Yes. <laughs> what the hell? That's crazy. <laughs> I know, I know. So, yeah. Maybe he maybe he liked the um the shout out. To be honest, like I remember back in the day when Tim was on the show, The Batchy, Jackson posted his like little section where he was on, <laughs> where he was on it. So he probably did like his five, 10 minutes of fame. So he's trying to extend his five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim should have sent that message to him. <laughs> that's so funny you know what I even like had a little bit of a sus so Fraser unfollowed me like maybe a week ago Ooh. but still follows my girlfriends um and all of his mates still follow me and he's frequenting all of like like there's a um a place in Brisbane if people are familiar it's called Kangaroo Point and I go to the gym around there and then usually walk my dog like three four times a week down the walking track there and I've noticed he started going there, which has really bothered me. So I'm sure it's only going to be a matter of time before we bump into each other. Oh, my God. What's going to happen when you see him in real life? Are you going well, to speak to him? I, I don't know. The girls and I have spoken about this. I don't know. I don't have <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I think I would just, like, probably laugh and keep walking. <laughs> I just honestly I feel like I just, from what I found out, from the screenshots I've received, from what people have told me since, like this podcast is Ed and everything like that. I just feel like the version of Fraser I got is not the real Fraser. So I just, he kind of feels like a stranger to me. What, have more people contacted you? Well, no, just like what we had spoken about, how those, like I'd gotten those messages about girls sleeping with him. Okay, and... I was going to say, surely there cannot be any more. <laughs> no, surely. Okay, well, thank you for the update. Yes, that's okay. Please keep <laughs> us posted. Everyone is so invested in your story and the ever-unfolding saga of Fraser. So if you have any updates, please let us know. So dramatic, love you. I think you're our <laughs> favourite tea spiller so far. <laughs> that's unreal. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So we confirm or deny. At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. I have a very special guest joining us for So Exclusive today, Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise star, the one and only Narenga Amirasinghe. I had a full-depth interview planned for the summer series with Narenga, but before we even got into it, he spilled some unexpected tea. He dropped a few bombshells. Chick, chick, boom. So I'm going to play that part of the chat for you now and I'm going to save the actual interview until next week. So look, you never know what to expect here on So Dramatic. You can never plan too far in advance here. You've got to roll with the punches, that's for sure. Look, 
Let's just say that Narenga impressed me with the tea that he spilled. I suggest you all wear goggles, maybe even full OH&S safety equipment. Have the first aid kit at the ready because this tea is hot. Scalding hot, in fact. He spilt tea on everyone and anyone. What's that saying? Snitches get stitches. Well, not on this show. Snitches get rewarded. Here's Naranga. Oh, finally. Hey, Naranga. Hello, Megan. How Hello, are you? everyone. Oh, I didn't. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> long time no see. Long time. Exactly. <laughs> long time no see. It's <laughs> been a long time in the making, hasn't it? It sure has. So, <laughs> for those listening, I went all the way to Byron to record with Jamie and Naranga. I drove nine hours on my own and basically Jamie just took up the whole recording time. So Naranga, Naranga got booted. Jamie took over. I, I waited at the Gold Coast. <laughs> Literally on the border waiting for us. So you had to come back as well the second day. Anyway, it was a disaster as is my life. So we're doing this over the phone, guys. They're finally there. So we'll do it. We'll make it happen today. We'll finish it. <laughs> um, Byron was fun, by the way. Byron is awesome. I don't know about the whole nightlife, but it was fun because we got to catch up, got to see each other for the first time, and Jamie gave us all a laugh, as he does. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. It's the first time we actually met. I feel like I already knew you because we'd obviously spoken so much, but, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. So you just felt like catching up from old times, really. (laughs) First, but not the last. I hope so. Did you hear on the podcast, someone wrote in saying that they saw you out in Brisbane and they said, Naranga and Jamie were not being mobbed. Were not being mobbed? Yeah, they were like, we know, I know that you saw it in Byron. I know that you saw Naranga and Jamie being mobbed by fans, but I saw them out in Brisbane and they were fine. There was no one going up to them. Yeah, no, it's a hit and miss in Brisbane. So it depends where we go. But um, yeah, if we stand still for a little while. You get mobbed, mainly because of Jamie. <laughs> he attracts the crowd. Sure does. Um, what's been happening since I saw you last? Any goss that I should be across? <laughs> you keep asking me questions, I'll be able to spill some tea. <laughs> actually, the other night you called yeah, yeah. me last Saturday night and I didn't answer and I actually haven't asked you. Well, I, t- I didn't just not answer. I actually declined your call, sorry. I was watching a movie oh. and I'm like, CBF dealing with drunk people now. What were you calling for? Oh, I you said you're with some chick. Because, yeah, some chick that um, had a little goss about a recent contestant <laughs> on The Bachelor. And yeah, I was like, oh, I think you might want to talk to someone um, that I know. So I gave you a phone call, but you never picked up. So who was it? Um, I can't tell you no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what were they? What did, what did they want to tell me? Um, I guess she was showing me some stuff that involved one of the contestants of this year's show and him getting up to no good. Oh, I think um, I, I think I can guess who. Yeah, and it was quite interesting because it kind of reassured me of what's going on and what's actually happening right now with that contestant. Okay, you're being way too vague. <laughs> Details, please. <laughs> well, you ask me questions and I'll... Uh, Are you I'll wanting me to join the dots? Because I'll join the freaking dots if you yeah. want me to join the dots. Is it Fraser? Yeah, he's from guy. Brisbane. He's a super spreader yeah, from Brisbane. Yeah, it is Fraser. Look, oh, my God. I, I, I thought, like, look, he's won it. Like, he's, yeah, I've heard a few things, but I never, I, was, I wasn't sure of who to believe or what to do, like, what to go by. But I just keep hearing stuff 
daily to weekly about Fraser and what he's been getting up to. So I can probably confirm that there's probably at least three guys that have hooked up with him after filming has stopped. Oh, my God. So I don't – so my assumption is that they're not together in the – you know, just doing it for the media, but that's just my opinion. So I'll leave that up to everyone else to decide. <laughs> why do but you, yeah, I know at least three girls. Why do you think that? Them. Because of the girls that he's been with afterwards, you just assume that they must not be together? Well, yeah, well, you just won Australia's biggest dating show. Well, we're not one, like, so we love. You told all of Australia, so I guess. Um, yeah, you just, you know, you're kind of cheating, aren't you, if you've got a girlfriend? <laughs> or he's, yeah. Ellie doesn't know. Ellie doesn't know, yeah, that's true. And she's um, choosing not to believe the rumours. Well, it could be, I don't know, I really don't know. I, I think Ellie is hopefully smarter than that. Like, you know, she's been through this experience and she knows that rumours are quite, Rumours are actually, like, quite true, you know. People don't go, they start from somewhere and they, you know, they they have a truth behind them, you know. You don't just, someone, some people just don't make a rumour up, you know. Where there's smoke, there's um, fire. Exactly. And from a lot of things I read from your podcast to, <laughs> like, online, they're quite true. <laughs> and I can say there's probably about 99% of stuff that's quite true. Well, ends up being true, you know. So, no, but yeah. seriously, like... The stuff I've heard, I'm like, there's no way they could still be together. Yeah, well, I don't think so. I, I, for Ellie's sake, I hope not. I don't know Fraser, never met him, so I don't know what he's like, so I can't really comment on that. So you know these three girls personally, or you know of them, or someone's told you that they were with Fraser? Um, yeah, yeah, a bit of everything. What I've heard they... from them, them out and everything. Yeah, they just hooked up after, and I said, oh, when? And it was after, after filming, so... Um, I'm not a person that needs to go lie about the stuff, so <laughs> take it as it is. Just came to spill the tea. I love it. What were they showing you, text messages and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I've seen text messages. I've seen like pictures of them hanging out. Oh, my um, God, photos. Photo- photographic evidence. Photographic evidence. Um, yeah, like just everything, really. Oh, my God, get these chicks on the podcast. Oh, Oh, I'll see. Just for you. <laughs> Give them my business <laughs> card. These, these girls are actually quite like genuine, nice, like nice girls. Like, I don't know if they would, you know, they're they're not looking for fame or anything. But I know there probably would be other girls out there that have hooked up with Fraser, probably before or after that are looking for it. And obviously, they are coming out. Some of them, as you've been revealing. So I know six girls plus Cheyenne, so that's seven. You know three, yeah. so that's ten. Imagine how many girls we don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, well, who knows? There must who be like knows? a smorgasbord of chicks that he's been with. I mean, allegedly. Let's throw that in there. Yeah. Um, I know there's a few girls out there that have hooked up with him before the show that I've, I've known about, but um, more than the ones that I've known, like past the three. So there's, there's definitely a lot of girls that have hooked up with Fraser. This is a small town though, so... So he's he's our latest super spreader. Latest super spreader. The latest right. and the greatest. Yeah, well, <laughs> it looks like it. Like far out, man. Like, Someone wrote in saying he was a super spreader before the show as well. So I guess what's that saying? Dog never changes his stripes. What is that saying? Well, a leopard never changes it's, their stripes, their it's spots. Been a super spreader, like is it, is it 
is it that bad being a super like if, you, if you're single and you're out there just having no. fun then I don't think super spreading is that bad but like if you're in a relationship and you just yes. go in love on national TV then yeah bloody earth is bad yes you know? if you're super spreading with multiple people in serious relationships that's a no-no but if you're Single and ready to mingle, super spread away. Yeah, like I, I think Fraser would have been single before and on the show, obviously. And um, and yeah, so I, I, I don't think he would have done anything wrong. You can't blame the guy for being a super spreader before the show, but afterwards when you've come out with a girlfriend, and yeah, that's, that's not all, eh? Watch this space. Watch this space. Look, I'd be surprised if they're together, and I hope Ellie's smart enough to... To figure that out. Let's pray. Yeah. Hey. All, all my all my housemate that knows Ellie quite well might have a chat to her. Who? <laughs> Jamie. Jamie Doran. <laughs> but he was messaging her when we were in Byron, and remember she was like, "He goes, come down to Byron and have a drink with me." And she's like, "I can't. Fraser's got a tummy bug." And I'm like, mm-hmm, "Does he?" And then the next day, he's at the Burley Pavilion having beers with the boys. Yeah, maybe the, maybe the alcohol kills the stomach bug. Unless she just didn't want to hang out with Jamie. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Or me? Oh, look, I've never. Or you? Yeah, the whole the whole lot of us. I've never met. I've never met Ellie, so I don't can't really comment or ask her myself. Mm. Interesting. Hey, um, what did you think about the allegations that Tim was coaching Fraser before the Bachelorette? I think that's very interesting, and I. I know a little bit more towards that. Oh, if you if you want to hear, yes, obviously. <laughs> so what you said about Tim Tim playing on? Well, so I'll start from the beginning. Like from our season, there's probably the top two guys, Carlin. I'm not too sure of, but Jackson and Tim, and probably the fifty other guys. They weren't overly interested in Angie, right? What Tim so, wasn't? Well, Tim wasn't. No. Oh my not. god! What he he said that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty open about it. Um, what do you mean? He's, 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 he's definitely not. He definitely wasn't like you know. He's, Andy's so different to Tim. Tim, you know, Tim's a different character than Andy. And yeah, she, he, Andy obviously fell fell for him, and he just went for along with the ride. And he, he told us, and he he wanted to get out. He didn't want to win. Um, he was very open about that. Um, and yeah, I think that's what how he coached Fraser to get to the end, but hopefully not win. But Fraser, Fraser won. <laughs> he got what he didn't want. <laughs> Wait, like, hold on a second. I, even though I know all of this to be true, I'm just so shocked that how brazen he was acting in the house. Like I had no idea that this was known. I thought this was some big secret, and only like you know, like his friends on the outside knew about it. I didn't know that you guys were all aware that he was openly saying that he didn't want to win and telling you about. I know he oh, told he, you he, about the girlfriend because one of the other contestants told me that he was openly talking about the ex girlfriend in the house and how much he was yeah, like still he, in love he wasn't with her. Going telling everyone, but he was telling you know he, he got his vibe that he wasn't really into Angie, and he was like, oh look, here's my chance of you know getting some getting some something out of this, things the same. Let's go for it, you know, and yeah, he did, he did it quite well. Wow, because <laughs> I thought, well, maybe he did develop feelings for her and the fame was just coming with it as well, but... No, but he would have had some sort of feelings there. Like, you can't just face it all, like, 100%, but, you know, I reckon majority of it was, you know, and he's a very good, very good actor, very good talker, you know, funny guy, so he can put it on, you know, he can put it on the show, and he did. Yeah, so, yeah, I reckon... Tim definitely gave Fraser some tips on how to make it to the end, but also he would have given some tips on how to not win. <laughs> but um, I think Tim's a little bit more smarter than um, <laughs> Fraser is. So 
yeah, Tim made it happen and Fraser got what he didn't want. That is crazy because almost like if you make it to the end and you're the runner up, you almost come off more famous because people are behind you. They feel sorry for you. You can really swing it around. Whereas the winners, sometimes it's not, if you want fame, it's not the best. Like look at Abby Chatfield, for example, you know, she really turned that villain runner up portrayal around in her favor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think like looking back at like the previous seasons, like well before us, like the runner up actually like was crying and you know, like, really upset but over the last few seasons like Tim was laughing and you know I don't think <laughs> Joe had any tears at all either, so. <laughs> sign him up for night at acting school oh, I reckon Tim would be great wouldn't he like he'd be funny he'd be yeah he'd be all of it what do you think about Jamie the claims that Jamie's made on the podcast so far is he is he telling the truth be honest well I haven't heard it I haven't listened <gasps> to it but yeah. you haven't listened how Tell dare me. you uh, I haven't had time. I'm, you know, I'm a very busy guy. So, what's more important than so dramatic? Well, I I hear Jamie <laughs> it's twenty four seven. True. So, last thing I want to do is listen to him. Listen to him on your podcast. That is so true. You've, you're listening so, to him um, whilst he's in the other room. Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> he, he definitely is in the other room, but he's probably listening to me outside. Actually, talking about him. Jamie's probably re-listening to the so dramatic interviews in his room right now for the fifth time. He <laughs> would be. He'd be watching the recap of Bachelor <laughs> and he'd be listening to the same dramatic. That's exactly what he'd be doing. He told me last night that he, um, he, like the episode went live last night and he told me that he'd already listened to it twice. So God knows how many yeah. times he's listened to it now. I guarantee it. My, my friend um, went to Sunny Coast with him this weekend and apparently after the nightclub closed to like midnight in Snoosa, they went home. And they spent two hours watching recaps of Jamie. <laughs> what he was showing them? <laughs> well, he was showing them, but this is what he does. So he, he, you know, what was he it? Loves showing everyone his recaps. What was it? The friendly Geordies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Because he was showing them to me on the way when I dropped him to your house after the interview. In the car, he was showing me the friendly Geordies, and I was trying to drive, and I'm like, "Get that out of my face! I need to concentrate on the road." Oh yeah, my God. he'll show you everything. Oh. Everything he'll show you. I haven't gold that man, but fucking hell, he needs to just you know, get over the whole bachelor experience for a little while. Find <laughs> something else. Find another hobby. What is it like living with Jamie? Oh, it's awesome, actually. He's a bloody clean freak, so he cleans up. He doesn't really bother you until, like, Friday night comes around. Um, yeah, then he's, he's all over your face. He's had a few wines by the time I get home from work. <laughs> so he's ready to go and he doesn't normally stop until about Sunday morning. <laughs> Monday morning. Monday, yeah, Monday morning. Well, I don't do Monday morning. So I've got, got a life to live. But he, um, yeah, he, he does a very big weekends every weekend. I don't know how he does it, especially at 41. I struggle to do them oh. now. <laughs> I know, right? 41 and the rest. He's probably lying about that age. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, any goss on Jamie while we're speaking of him? Um, Jamie, gonna goss. Um, been hooking up with the recent Bachelor contestant. What? Well, a couple. What? A couple? Um, Who? He didn't tell me this. Well, well, you, I think everyone knows about the Caitlyn situation. Yes. And there's a lovely girl called Marg. Get out. Give her a few kisses with and maybe a few midnight snuggles. 
Get out, Mark. Yeah, because she moved from Melbourne to Brizzy and she didn't really have anywhere to live. So she she came here with the parents and one night Jamie said, just live with me. <laughs> she moved in to his bedroom. And yeah, they had a little bit of a, a fling for about a month or so. What? Um, yeah, that, <laughs> they're still friends, but they still ended up in a bit of tears on both ends. And um, yeah, now <laughs> she's moving in with Charlie. I'm shook. How did I not know about this? Oh, I thought you knew about that. No. he. I said. I asked him no. in the interview, are you dating anyone? He said, no. <laughs> well, he's not, he wasn't really dating. I think they were just, <laughs> it was a very complicated thing. That. So wait, she was living with him in Brisbane in his room. Yeah, in my house. <laughs> in your house. <laughs> yeah. And hooking up. So I'd call that dating. Yeah, hooking up. Well, they kept it a very big secret for a little while, but I got it out of them. And because it came obvious when he got attention and she was getting attention from other guys and we went out and both of them were quite weird about it and they were getting upset. And I was, just, and I was like, you guys are hooking up. That's why you're getting upset. Then, yeah, it all, it's all true. Oh, my God. Look at you go. I need to employ you for So Dramatic, getting the tea out of them. Oh, always. I, I get, get the best out of Jamie, that's for sure. That's so crazy. So Jamie and Mark were dating. And then what happened? Why did they break up? Um, well, they were just – they didn't know which way to go. They were either going to end up in a relationship or they were just going to be friends. So, But they were stuck in between. So then they, I think they both decided they're going to just be friends. And so they're still friends now? They're still friends, kind of. They're, they're both... Oh, well, Jamie's very dramatic, as you know. <laughs> so dramatic. And, yeah, she she's, she's a very sensitive girl. Um, yeah, so it didn't really turn out too well. You need a, you need a hard-nosed person to date Jamie, I think. I'll have to get him back on the podcast and do stage six and find out about Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have to. Ask him about their midnight arguments. <laughs> oh my god, you poor thing putting up with all of this. Oh, I'm pretty chilled, hey, like I just let it go. They're down the other end of the house, so that's I can't cr- really hear them. That's crazy. What are your um, thoughts on the new season? Because I know that you are friends with a lot of the new Bachelor girls. Yeah, uh, look, I thought it's quite boring, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if, if, if it was because we've already been to the experience and we were, you know, we were, like, we were so excited to watch ourselves. We weren't so excited this year, so I'm not sure if everyone got that vibe or that it was actually boring. But I think from hearing about from other people and looking at other, like reading other podcasts and or listening to other podcasts and reading magazines, I think it was quite boring overall. Like both The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Hold on, what other podcast are you listening to, Naranga? Excuse oh, me. <laughs> you know, love, health, and. Well-being one. <laughs> Good. Good to hear. If you don't have time for So Dramatic, yeah. then you better not have time for other <laughs> podcasts. Oh, you know, there's all the media out there. That's all. God. Um, so this is – that was just the intro and you've already spilled so much unexpected tea. What else do you have to – like, do you have any more tea before we get into it? Yeah, I do have some tea on a new Bachelor contestant or bachelor, Bachelorette contestant. Um, I'm not sure what his last name is, but his name's Jake, the one that wore like a little tutu on the opening night. Oh, the stripper. We went out one night. The stripper, Jake the stripper. Ri- Ricardo or Ricciardo? Yeah, I'm not sure. He's a little boy, <laughs> uh, about five foot tall, that dude. 
Um, yeah, we were out. I met him at one of the bars in Brisbane, and I ended up going home quite early. And in the morning, I wake up to hearing my friend got punched in the lip a couple of times, um, a close friend of mine. And it, it, apparently, Jake just lost lost control and lost his shit and started punching him, like in the middle of the valley in Brisbane. What? So he was like busted up. Yeah, and the police saw it and everything, and they were asking my friend to press charges. They never did. Uh, he never wanted to, so. Oh, my God. Yeah, like he got away with that. When was this? This was probably two weeks ago. What the hell? So he punched this guy in the face? Yeah, just punched him just a couple of times. So he was telling you about it the next day, like, this batchy dude bashed me. Yeah, Holy he shit. Just punched him just out of nowhere. So. And the cops and everything, everyone saw it. So. Wow. That's crazy. Is he okay? Yeah, my friend's fine. He's recovered now after a week, a bit of bruising. But yeah, it's um yeah, he wouldn't want to bump into me again in Brisbane. So. <laughs> Apparently, he lived, he, he's moved here now or something, or he better yeah move in here. I'm not sure, but he might have to reconsider that move. <laughs> Jake, if you're listening, watch yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, that's hectic, 100%. T. That's crazy. You just don't go around punching people. So. No, and that's like, what, a king hint, especially when you're on a drunken night out. That's dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Bloody hell, you can go to jail for that. This is bad behaviour. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus on the case again this week, guys. I have a double investigation for you today. I'm spoiling the crap out of you as usual. Actually, I can't take credit for these two investigations. I have to give credit where credit is due. And the So Dramatic Drama Army have been busy detectives this week. My trusty spies have been working hard. They've been working around the clock, in fact, and they have gathered a ton of evidence and left it on my desk for me to examine. I present to you. Case one. So after studying the evidence presented to me, I can conclude that Bachelor star Chelsea McLeod has a new man. Yes, his name is Ricky DeHaan. He's a model. He's very, 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 very good looking. So the speculation first started when Evie Jones posted a story on Instagram and Chelsea and Ricky could be seen in the background looking very cozy. Then her housemate, Samuel Levi, a married at first sight New Zealand contestant, left another clue on Instagram. He posted a story of Ricky holding Chelsea's leg and she was holding his hand. Then the plot thickened. One witness came forward and gave a statement to So Dramatic saying, looks like Chelsea McLeod might have a new man. I was just walking down Albert Park and spotted her holding hands and looking super cozy with a guy. Then, just this week, Chelsea seemed to confirm the rumors herself. She posted a series of videos holidaying in Sydney with Ricky and they looked very smitten with each other. One snap featured their hands intertwined, holding their boarding passes on the plane. Another showed her holding his hand and looking very cozy during a romantic picnic date. Ricky also posted a series of Instagram stories of Chelsea and the caption contained the love heart eyes emoji. And as I've said before on this podcast, social media is a language that I am fluent in and that says more than friends to me. Now, I've spoken to a close friend of Chelsea's. Let's just call them Star Witness One. And they have indeed confirmed that Chelsea and Ricky are officially dating. They said to me, yes, they are dating and they're very cute together. They also added, can you please also mention that the astrophysicist was a real prick to her and yelled at her and he was mean to her. Ricky treats her really well. Oh my God. 
Juicy. What a little unexpected nugget of tea. Anyway, I'm so happy for Chelsea. She looks really happy and she deserves to be happy. She deserves her happy ending after all the heartbreak that she went through. Now, case number two, Tully Smythe's new man. You guys went into full FBI mode on Tully Smythe and her new man this week. Like, even I was shocked. It was beyond my levels of comprehension, honestly. I really do have spies everywhere. So Tully posted a number of sneaky snaps with this new man, hinting at a possible new romance, and you guys were quick to jump on the case and follow the clues. She wrote alongside one snap of the mystery man's arm, Weekends with you. She then shared a video of her new man writing, Judge your men on how they treat the wait staff. Now, these posts sent the so dramatic community into overdrive. Like, all hell broke loose on the Facebook page. It was on another level, honestly. You were going to such extreme lengths to piece together the clues that she was dropping. It was some real FBI shit. Some people were even convinced that it might have been a reunion with her ex, Drew Anthony, because... You thought that they had the same arm. <laughs> People in the Facebook group were literally posting images of Drew's arm and this guy's arm, zooming in and comparing the images right down to the literal hairs on their arms. <laughs> RIP me, honestly. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it all. <laughs> I'm still laughing about it. Just thinking about it now, honestly. It was, it was actually stalker. It was like hashtag stalker vibes. Like... I'm actually crying. And look, <laughs> we couldn't actually determine who it was, but help came in the form of a diligent spy who spotted them out in the flesh on a date in Melbourne and gathered some hard evidence. They took an image of them together and sent it to me. I asked them for a witness testimony, which they happily provided, and they described Tully and her new man as very loved up during the date. I posted this on Instagram, right? And within... <laughs> A matter of minutes, one listener then identified him on Instagram as Nate, and it was case closed. I've now promoted that listener to CIA level. What a team effort though, honestly. <laughs> Nothing gets past the drama army. Love all the hard work that you guys put in to keep this ship afloat. Warning. <coughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. Wow, what a juicy jam-packed episode. I wasn't lying when I said that it was juicy. Cheyenne delivered again. Naranga delivered. He really brought his A game. He gets an A plus for drama this semester for sure. I actually cannot believe that the Fraser plot has thickened even more. It is currently <laughs> thicker than my thighs. Make it stop. You honestly could not make this shit up. It is more explosive than Chernobyl. If I don't get a Walkley award, or a community service award at the very least. Whatever category of awards this type of investigative journalism falls into, look, maybe even an Australian of the Year nomination. I will riot. Someone bring me a pitchfork now. Surely Ellie and Fraser cannot possibly still be together after all of this evidence that I have presented. Like, are they just staying together for the sake of the franchise and the rumored three month contract? Or is Ellie just turning a blind eye to everything? Maybe a little bit of column A, maybe a little bit from column B. Now, I know that they did see each other on the weekend in Newcastle, but those awkward social distancing skydiving pics are not convincing anyone. <laughs> they tried so hard to throw us off the scent, but you can't fool us. 
especially when he was cozied up to Joe seconds later with not even a second thought about social distancing and chose to spend his one and only night in Newcastle visiting Ellie with Joe on a boys' night. Like, I'm just saying. Coming up next week, on Tuesday, I have stage three of the Jamie Doran miniseries. He reveals the real reason he was so upset over Tim Hanley during that iconic meltdown scene. And later in the interview, me and Jamie get deep. We had a very big DM and it ended in tears. Real Jamie Doran tears. So that is an episode you do not want to miss because I'm a cold-hearted bitch and I never cry. So if you want to witness that, make sure you're tuning in. Then on Friday, I have Naranga's official summer series interview. Today was just the warm-up, the dress rehearsals. So make sure you have your protective gear ready for the main act, the grand finale. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only, of course. Honestly, the reviews help me more than you know. So if you do have a spare 10 seconds, please leave one. And please keep sharing So Dramatic Around more than Fraser shares himself around Brisbane. Post a screenshot wherever you're listening to the episode on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, etc., etc. Thank you for listening to another episode of So Dramatic. See you next Tuesday. Good riddance. Good luck. Goodbye. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.